Hail and well met, all you fine folklore-loving nerds out in the hinterlands. It's Rock Rollin' Solo this week to drop a quick bit of myth on this fine Monday. My partner in podcasting, the man y'all know as Max, has a touch of the dreaded Rona and is not feeling up to speed this week. His voice is a little hoarse, y'all. Which is kind of fitting since on this latest five minutes of folklore, I'm going to be talking about a little hoarse spirit. Get it? Little horse, his voice is hoarse and it's a, yeah. Well, I guess you non-Gen Xers out there haven't seen the classic Val Kilmer flick, Top Secret. If y'all haven't and want some zany non-PC jokes, go check it out. And if you're offended, don't blame me. So gang, today we're talking about the Tick Belong. The Tikbalong is another object of which they stand in great awe. It is described as a phantom, which assumes a variety of uncouth and monstrous shapes and interposes its authority to prevent them from performing their duties prescribed by our religion. By Father Martinez de Zuniga, Estadismo, in 1803. All right, gang, now we're going to start, as we're wont to do on 5 Minutes of Folklore, with the what question. What is the Tikbalang? The Tikbalang is an entity out of Filipino myth that's said to haunt the mountainous regions and rainforest of the Philippines. It's usually a tall bipedal humanoid creature with abnormally long and bony arms, and get this, with the head and hooves of a horse. Think a horse-like minotaur. Yeah, nah, I'm gonna pass on that. And get this, so out of proportion is a tick belong that its knees are said to go above its horse-like head when it squats down. In fact, that aspect of the tick belong with the knees above its head thing, that's one way to find out if this stranger you encounter in the forest is indeed a tick belong. Like, if you're strolling through the vast forest of the Philippines and come across a person that starts to follow you, which, yeah, it's kind of weird anyway. Its true form looks like a horse, but it's a shapeshifter and trickster as well. Of course it is. So yeah, one way to find out if this stranger that's following you is a tick belong, well, you ask him to sit with you. And when the stranger sits, and its knees end up going far above its head, even in human form, then it's a tick belong. And according to the lore, you politely ask it to stop following you. Or another way, and this is in straight tradition with fairy lore, is to turn your shirt inside out and call out into the forest for permission to pass through or apologize for being there in the first place. Other aspects of the tick belong, in addition to it being a shapeshifter, it can become invisible, can curse people with serious illness. It can appear as this monkey-like creature, an old man, or, as we were talking about, its preferred shape as a werehorse. Sweet. On some occasions, they will kill humans they trap in the forest, and apparently their wicked laughter can be heard echoing after they lead a traveler astray. Now that aspect reminds me very much of the Irish puka, one of my all-time favorite legends. 
It's one of those trickster fae, y'all. They love to lead folks astray and then have a good laugh at our expense. Show is sad. So as I like to say, if you're out in fae-haunted lands, turn that shirt inside out, maybe switch your shoes, carry some cold iron, perhaps a sword, and call out for permission. It couldn't hurt. Now another aspect of the Tikbalong is that they're traditionally male spirits. Ain't no lady Tikbalongs. Show is sad. And a foolish traveler will usually encounter them at night in the provinces or along deserted crossroads. Traveling at night alone, your chances of meeting a tick belong, according to the lore, are high. Again, that goes along with the classic line from the Enchanted World. Unwise was the wayfarer who traveled by night. Greedy eyes glowed. Claws curled. Teeth clicked. Stay home, gang. Especially if you're gonna travel through haunted woods. Just do some Netflix and chill. The Tikbalong is also believed to live in the Banyan tree. And this tree is avoided by many because of its supposed connection with fae creatures and various haunted and paranormal shenanigans. It's also believed that Banyan trees contain gateways to other realms. And this tree, y'all, the Banyan tree, it is super creepy looking, man. I can see why people avoid it. Google that. And the other thing is about the Tikbalong, even catching a short glimpse of the creatures can cause all sorts of illness, from headaches to blindness to sudden death. Wear that holy metal. Now our patrons will recall our kid Max did a short story on the Tick Belong, also in the Filipino comic and now Netflix show Trece. Check it out, it's pretty cool if you like Filipino lore, Tick Belong, Aswang, all that kind of stuff. There's a Tick Belong character that likes to race cars for souls, runs fast against other cars. Pretty cool character. Now some posit that because the Spanish brought horses to the Philippines that the Tick Belong legend was also brought by the Spanish. But not so fast. Modern scholars think the legend is a mix of local and foreign beliefs as an early Hindu presence has been discovered in the Philippines, and this is from the 9th to the 14th centuries. And one of the forms of the god Vishnu appears as a horse-human hybrid. Coincidence? You tell me. Now, let's get into a story, shall we? We'd lived in the provinces in the 90s, and it was a tight-knit neighborhood. Everyone knew who everyone was. We farmed and we grew livestock, and that was our main source of income. Rice fields, bamboo groves, and fruit-bearing trees were very common. Not everyone had electricity or television. Kids my age would play hide-and-seek and tag. Running competitions amongst us kids was another usual game in the evening as there were less vehicles passing by, unlike in the big cities. We were like families with our neighbors. We shared everything, food, crops. People with no TV were more than welcome to watch along with those who had a television. And neighbors, as they do, would often share news, either good or bad. One particular neighbor was very sick at the time. It was one of my father's best friends, and he was staying at his family's house, and they lived right across the street from us. Now, no one knew the cause of the illness, but my father's friend was slowly getting weaker and weaker. 
and since he was staying with his family, my dad was able to visit. He would go over often. An intriguing part of the story was, often when my dad would go visit, his friend repeatedly told him of the Tikbalong. On one occasion, while my dad was visiting him and talking, the friend suddenly mentioned that the Tikbalong was there, keeping an eye on him. He even pointed out to where he said the creature was standing, just staring at him. Somehow the creature wanted to take him along. It intrigued my dad, but knowing his friend, he wasn't sure if it was a made-up story or hallucination, or if he really did see this spirit. So a few days passed by, then they turned into weeks. And there was another time when my dad said his friend shared that the tick belong was visiting him again, and that the tick belong said it wanted to take his daughter. But the man pleaded with him to take him instead. Did the other friends or neighbors know? Maybe. My dad only told us about the visits and what his friend told him. But if the other neighbors did indeed know, they just brushed it off. Stories of encounters with other folkloric creatures aren't unusual in the Philippine provinces. But this one was unforgettable for me because of what transpired one night. I was home alone that night. It was quiet, and I just had a kerosene lamp, as we didn't have electricity yet. It was right around 10 or 11 that night, and I was looking out of the window wondering when my dad or my brother would come home. My brother was out with the other kids, and my dad was across the street along with the neighbors visiting his sick friend. Then all of a sudden, the sound of a horse neighing and stomping was heard all along the asphalt road. No other sound, just a horse. <laughs> then the chattering of the neighbors resumed after the horse sounds had quieted. And I thought that was odd because no one around owned a horse. But I didn't think too much of it until my dad came home, white as a sheet, and said my friend just passed away. Nothing could explain what they heard. He said he had heard a horse. I said I had heard it too, and that there was no explainable reason for it. My dad added that it was right outside the room where they were staying. And to make it even more baffling, as I said before, no one in our area owned a horse. Where did the sound come from? My dad thinks it was a tick belong that came for his friend. Who knows? Now, I don't know about you guys, man, but I really love me some Filipino myth. It's not as explored in my opinion as much of the other world mythologies, but it's definitely worth taking a peek at if you're like really scary legends, very creepy, very rich, and very relatable. Growing up with Mexican folklore, as I did, and there are definite similarities in our two cultures, both are super creepy, and like any dark mythology will keep you up at night. So gang, thanks for joining me this week. Your time's important and we really appreciate you spending it with us. Don't worry about Maxi, he's already on the mend. And we will be back next week for another super fun drop. And as always, please, if you like what we're doing here, share the pod. Cost you nothing and it means so much to us. And if you haven't, please grant us the boon of the sacred and mythological five-star review on whatever podcatcher you listen to us on. It's really important to help us stay on the charts and get up there and for other like-minded people to find us. And please, and please, please, don't forget to send us your stories. 
Our listeners' tales are shaping up nicely, and we're going to drop that pretty quick here. Send your stories to nightmarespodcast at gmail.com or go to our own damn website at nightmarespodcast.net to submit your true tales of terror. So, ladies and gentlemen, as always, be good to each other and sweet Sweet dreams. dreams.